The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Senior Bowl. <laughs> Go team of the Senior Bowl. Ah, yes, the Go team of the Senior Bowl stampeding into the playoffs. This is Mick Shots, Bill Jones with Mickey Spagnola, who's not inside the SWBC podcast studio. Everson Walls is inside the studio. And by the way, we had a Cowboys watching party at the house on Saturday night with my family, grandsons in there, my three-year-old grandson, James. I introduced him to Stampede. We were on the back porch, and Mickey... <laughs> and I played, got the, on the big boombox, I played Cowboys Stampede getting ready for the game, Mickey, and he was dancing around. So the new generation of Cowboys fans. Now, his dad didn't really like the song, but uh, Mickey, what's going on? So did you play the song every time they scored a touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I was voted out uh, after the pregame stuff. Yeah, I was going to have to continue watching uh, the game on the back patio if I continued playing Stampede. But it was cold out there. Yeah, it was. That's right. So so here we are. It's the Monday after a Cowboys fifty-one to twenty-six win over the Philadelphia Eagles. The playoffs are all set. The Cowboys have the third seed after an unbelievable Sunday in the league and taking on the Arizona Cardinals? No. no. The Los Angeles Rams? No, no. sir. Who had the San Francisco 49ers as the no Cowboys' one. first no round one opponent? No had that. <laughs> Spags, can you say that? I, I was saying I didn't want the San Francisco 49ers. That's what you were saying? Yes. I agree with you, Spags. Uh-huh. I agree with you. I think that any time that we've had bad games this year, it is typical of just how the 49ers attack you, right? Is that what you were concerned about? Yeah, the fact that they run the football and can put pressure on the quarterback, and it did the Rams in uh, big time uh, yesterday. And, in, the, in the second in, half. In the second in half. In the second half, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so – Hopefully the Cowboys watched the second half and figured out exactly what they were doing to to Stafford. Uh, you know they still had trouble stopping uh, Cooper Cup, but uh, that was an amazing comeback. Uh, I'll tell you that. So uh, pretty physical on defense. Uh, so uh, that Cowboys offensive line is going to have its work cut out for them. Well, I tell you what, I, I, I think that uh, the D-line will as well. Uh, you saw how they were running the ball on a very good Rams front line, but they seem to be more susceptible to to rushing for some reason. And 
They didn't even uh, for the 49ers did not have their starting running back. I believe uh is it Trent Williams? Uh, uh for he's the 49ers. A left yeah. No, no, and so yeah. I'm sorry, I meant that, that tackle. You meant the tackle. Yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's gonna play this week. Now he's a good one. He is a good one. So <laughs> we we that's gonna be a D Law matchup, right? Uh well or Randy Gregory on the he, he's Trent Williams at left tackle and left Randy tackle. Gregory off the right side. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Um, I like the way he looked on the sideline. Trent Williams? <laughs> yeah. I wish he'd stay on the sideline. Keep him on the sideline. Keep that stocking cap on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, okay, so it being the 49ers, it's been so long since the Cowboys have played the 49ers in the playoffs. I, I From a media standpoint, from a fan standpoint, not so much the strategy of the game and how the teams uh, match up against each other, the intrigue of the matchup. I like it from the historical standpoint and also the fact that these teams haven't played each other this year, and so it's new. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have uh, – you're not playing Philadelphia a third time, which a lot of people thought could happen. And you're not now, if playing. we had a preference, we'd play Philadelphia again. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think third time would be a charm for this team. Actually, playing Arizona a second time would not be all that bad either. Well, uh, you know, the way they talked all that trash, uh, Spags, uh, you know, the Cowboys were extremely fired up, you know, with the elation because of the elation of the Cardinals. I mean, they were like, I can't wait to see these guys again. They were, they were actually calling for the Cardinals again. Do you think that was real, or was that just frustration after getting your butts kicked? Yeah, I bet it was, it, it was frustration, although they were probably looking at the probability and saying, okay, chances are we're getting them again, and we ain't scared, right? Right. Uh, and, and maybe Arizona should have checked themselves uh, getting, getting beat like that by, by Seattle. Um, but, yeah, how yeah, about them? You know how about what? them? They were they were on the verge of uh, winning the division, winning right? the division, getting a home game, and having what would have been what the third seed, um, and they would have been hosting San Francisco this week rather than having to go and play at the Rams. And then what did they do? Give up like thirty eight points. Thirty eight points, one hundred ninety yards rushing to Rashad Penny. And then, and then, and also look at the Cardinals, where they have been the last half of this season, with the exception of that win over the Cowboys a week ago. Uh, they are the last eight games were crap. There are four and six the yeah. last ten games. Last ten games. Yeah. So, so there you go. So is it? Go ahead, so Spence. is it the cow? Is it the Cowboys, or do these teams just play their best game against them? How many times has this happened? I think they just like Jerry's world, man. You know, they're so comfortable coming in. The family wants to come in. It's like a family reunion, you know. They come in to watch the game. They cheer in the stands. They go shopping. You know, it's it's like a it's like a watching. It's like going to 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 the chapel or something. What's that? The Notre Dame Chapel. You know what I mean? It's like going there. You you want to visit and you know, it's like a monument. It's like a, a, a touchdown, monument. Jesus. It's like a monument. <laughs> it's like I mean, a monument. Den- Denver comes in here and wins, and then they hadn't done squat the rest of the year. In fact, right? in fact, Mickey, the guy who drew up the blueprint to stop this Cowboys offense was let go by the Denver Broncos mm-hmm. yesterday, and so he's taking his blueprint with him elsewhere. 
There's a lot of guys taking their blueprints <laughs> with them. You got that right, Spags. <laughs> Mickey, you keeping tabs on uh, what is what was Black Sunday for Vic Fangio yesterday, but Black Monday today. There's been a um, number of coaches, including yeah, Mike Zimmer, Zimmer Minnesota. We were, we were surprised about uh, Flores, uh, Spags. In Miami. Yeah. Because yeah, they really... kind of made a they made a comeback, right? Yeah, it, didn't, it, wasn't, it didn't come back fast Not enough. Not good enough. Yeah. Probably no surprises in Chicago with Matt Nagy. No doubt. And I'll tell you what, my vote for Coach of the Year is Rich Bisaccia. I, I love say, that. Yeah, I like that. I like. I that. love that. And um, we'll get. Did you it. see? Did you see the stat that he's only? Uh, I think it was only the third. No, he's the fourth interim head coach to get his team in the playoffs. And the other three were not in 1961, 1952, yep. and 1942. Yep. I heard that. I heard that. You had to go all the way back. The, the most recent one was 1961. Red Grange was probably still playing then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those of us who have been around Rich Passaccia when he was here, why not him be a head coach in the, in the NFL? Uh, I mean, this isn't the way he wanted to get the opportunity, I know, but uh, he's making the most of that opportunity, and uh, so great for him. And, you know, the, you talk about a special teams coach uh, having to coach up the entire team, and he's done it throughout his career. He's been uh, loved everywhere that he's coached, including here. And uh, so great that he's uh, making the most of the opportunity, and the Raiders get into the playoffs, and what a football Ooh, game that was man. last night. Did that you guys was unbelievable. watch it to the end? Did I watched well, I was working. Hand. I was working, and uh, so I was able to watch and then go do a hit on CBS 11 News uh, and then come back and watch some more. And converting six fourth downs, the Chargers do, Justin Herbert. That 19-play drive uh, that wound up with the uh, tying touchdown on the last play of regulation. And, and prior to that, on fourth and 21, completing the pass uh, and going for two to, to make it a seven-point game. All that happening in the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, but we got to talk about what a dumb play that really decided the entire game. And it really should never, never have been a factor. You just don't go for fourth down on your own what nineteen yard line. That was that was the um, that was the Chargers versus the Raiders. They were backed up, I believe they were inside the twenty yard line, and they went for it on fourth down, and they ended up holding the Raiders to a field goal after that. But that ended up being the the the, the final score was what thirty five thirty two. So mm-hmm. that field goal made the biggest difference. Well, I'll tell you, it made the biggest difference and was the dumbest thing. Why in the hell did Brandon Staley call timeout with thirty eight seconds to go? The in overtime, the Raiders were going to take a knee, <laughs> and they were both going to tie and go to the playoffs. <laughs> and I think he pissed them off by calling timeout. And it was like, okay, you want to call timeout? Here we go. Get the first down, and now we're going to kick the field goal. Because the scenario was they didn't have to do anything. That's right. And we both could have been in. Yeah. Me and you, bro. Me and you, Bill. We're going to get in, brother. Yeah, you uh, Raiders. I'm charging. Man, let's go. Now I got to call so, timeout. And, and I was I was doing a sportscast, and so I wasn't able to watch that live. Mm. So the, the speculation was already there from Chris Collinsworth. Okay, well, what are we going to do here? The clock is ticking, ticking, ticking. You sound like a uh, uh, boomer. Tick, 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 tick. So that's going down. And my son and I were like, they don't have to do anything. 
And we were just laughing at Pittsburgh fans. There were Pittsburgh fans Remember at they showed the game. That guy, yeah. they and showed I'm that like, guy what the hell the are Pittsburgh fans doing at the game? <laughs> I mean, that was crazy. So, you know, that, that could have been it. So he's going crazy because the clock's going winding down. He was number 90 on a watch jersey. And he ended up, uh, he was going crazy. Like, these guys are going to just... They're gonna buddy it. They're gonna buddy it to the end, right? That's what he was thinking. You can almost read his lips. So, so it was a great situation for Basaccia because he's sitting there going, "Okay, we're good if we if we take a knee, or we're good if we it kick the field matter. goal. The only thing, or it could backfire on us if they block the field goal and return it for a touchdown. That's it. So why yeah. try a field goal? Yeah. So why try a field goal? <laughs> he wasn't even thinking about that. Then you call timeout. Really? I thought and the you Chargers, know what? He I, made two of the most bonehead moves that I've ever seen in the playoffs. The fourth down Bisaccia, in your own end zone and that timeout. I saw what Pasachi had to say afterwards. And, you know, he didn't say, okay, we were going to just let it run out and get the tie. He basically said we had the conversation. And so I'm thinking if they had the conversation, that was, that was on the top of their mind that that's what they were going to do, not chance screwing something up with a blocked field goal or a bad snap or anything like that. We'll just take the tie and we go to the go to the but then they and, called timeout. And I'm sure Tomlin, if you if you're Tomlin, you're Mike Tomlin, you're sitting there, I'm sure he was going crazy himself. You're sitting there, you're like, you know what? This is not purposeful. You know, it's not it's not nothing I should take personally because yeah. as as the as the Raiders, you don't want a chance a blocked field goal. Well, here's the other part of it. Uh, the put put yourself in the mind of Rich Versace and the Raiders right there. My my understanding, and they didn't do a very good job on television explaining the scenario. Okay, once we got down to that overtime situation, I wanted to know if the Chargers win this game, who are they playing next week? If they tie this game, who are they playing next week? And vice versa for the for the Raiders. If they win, they, they, who they, are they, they playing? Show graphics. They yeah, show but graphics. But they didn't. They needed to. It to, was a very confusing graphic, e- by the way. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and I, I think I wrote it down right. I had to run it back just I, yeah. to, to get the graphics. And right. I think I wrote it down right. So the choice then that Basachi and the Raiders had to make there: if they kick the field goal, they play Cincinnati. If they take a knee, they're playing at Kansas City. And so that, in my mind, is insane. Yeah. I understand Cincinnati beat Kansas City last week. But in a playoff game, I will take my chances going to play Cincinnati rather than playing Kansas City. And if you're going to give me a chance to kick a field goal to give, win me a trip to Cincinnati rather than Kansas City, then I'll, I'll go ahead and kick that field goal. I wonder if they thought about that. Oh, I'm sure they I had did. to. Yeah, I'm sure they did. It's, it's just a matter of picking your poison. But then the decision was made for them. So let's just go with that. Mm. So now they are, uh, they're going to Cincinnati, correct? That's right. They okay. get yeah. The 3.30 game on, uh, on Saturday. All right, uh, it's time to take a break. Mickey, do you ha- are we going to be able? No, you're on the phone. You can't do reads this week, right? Or, or today. <laughs> Why not? I got them. Oh, you got them right there. Oh, Good. We will have you. Good. We will have you do a read via the telephone. And I think I buried the lead on this show when we come back in just a moment. <laughs> Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. 
If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero, guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. <laughs> Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. Starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com and slash United for details. And to join today. Way to go, Spags. All right. There's an echo in here. Inside Was there the, a double there? That's right. Inside the SWBC podcast studio, a Monday edition of Mix Shots, and I did bury the lead off the top. Of course, the Cowboys taking on the San Francisco 49ers, 3.30 Sunday afternoon on CBS 11 with Tony Romo and Jim Nance on the call, assuming Nance is out of COVID protocol. He missed yesterday's game in Tampa. And uh, but where I buried the lead, Mickey, you know what today is, don't you? I it sure is. do. It what, what, what is. Day? When what we is talk today? about the Cowboys versus the 49ers, this today, what is this? January 10th, 2022 is the 40-year anniversary of one of the great games in National Football League history when Everson Walls picked off two passes and recovered a fumble in a game. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I gave him three chances, Bill. I gave you ball three times. I think we had, I think overall in that game, we had five turnovers. Five all I got it called yeah, that's, up here. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's enough to win a game. That's enough to win any game. You got five turnovers. Well, let's see here. I've got two picks by Everson Walls, an interception by Randy White. Randy White. They tried to screen pass. All right. There's there's three takeaways. A fumble recovery by Everson Walls. There's four. Larry Bethea with a fumble recovery. Mike Hegman, a fumble recovery. What? There's six. And six. And then two offensive players, James Jones and Danny White, with fumble recoveries. No, that's good. <laughs> At least they contributed. <laughs> it was nice that the offense came to the game. So, Mickey, so how the, Mickey, how that in the world 
how in the world do you lose a game when you get six takeaways? I, I, I have no idea. But, but I don't know that. about you, Mickey, but that is what I remember from 40 years ago you today. Remember, that remember. is what I choose to remember there you from go. 40 years say, ago today. To Everson Walls with two interceptions and a fumble recovery. I have a feeling that there was more to it because for some reason I am sitting here. Your phone is blowing up today, huh? Well, no, not, <laughs> not as much as uh, – you know, you just got to wonder, like, as you talk about the six turnovers, I'm, I'm getting more pissed off here, Bill. I know six. I know six. Golly, dude. And no one talks about that? Oh, my goodness. My goodness. So that's how I'm well, we now will no ring week. of honor, no Hall of Fame. You think that has something to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to set the record straight, okay? And, yeah, people talk about that play, that catch, whatever, 40 years ago. But what's happening this season is Everson Walls is getting back on the yeah, map. Yeah, lying, bro. And I'm thanks to Trayvon too. Diggs. And, by the way, I know Everson was, uh, was rooting uh, as more than anybody for Trayvon to get his 12th pick. Of course, didn't have the opportunity because he wasn't able to play what on, happened? I never on, did know what happened because uh, I was in Saturday Antonio. night. Mickey, you want to fill, fill us in on um, guys who didn't play on Saturday night? Oh boy, I'm looking There's for a bunch my of list them. right now. It a was long a long COVID list. It, and, it was a long list. So, so it was an updated uh, COVID list? J. Ron Curse was going to miss with a hamstring, but he then had COVID. Uh, Darian Thompson <laughs> on the practice squad probably would have been called up, but he had COVID. Then out, Tyron Smith, Micah Parsons, and Anthony Brown all out with COVID. Trayvon Diggs technically was with an illness, uh, the same as Donovan Wilson had, and Donovan Wilson was uh, able to play. And Tony Pollard was out with a foot. So uh, the Cowboys actually activated Blake Jarwin, by the way, off of IR. And he had a catch for six yards. And he had a catch. Yes. So he was able to, he was able to play. So yeah, uh, the Cowboys had uh, quite a few players out. Also, I know it wasn't to the extent that Philadelphia had, since they decided to sit their entire defense and the majority of their offense. But uh, you know, when you're not, you have both of your starting corners out. Uh, your best defensive player, Micah Parsons, out. Uh, it it certainly. Uh, makes somewhat of a difference, but a lot of guys got to play, and maybe it turns out that that's a good thing. Well, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, I, I, have you heard any, I wouldn't say apologies, but a little? could you hear people eating a little bit of crow in regards to the Cowboys taking all these efforts to win this game? You know, they played this game as if they had to win it because they knew that there was a chance that they could improve their position. And it seems like that all played out well because they did go from four to three. And and so would you think, and I, I, I know what the answer is going to be, don't you think that that effort was worth it considering the outcome uh, from yesterday? Well, you know, Everson, obviously the percentages were against him to get the second seed, but they came within one game out of the three of getting there. Yeah. You know, at Tampa Bay, not one. Um, the Cowboys would have been the second seed because mm-hmm. they got the other two things to happen. The Rams got beat, and uh, Arizona got beat, and they won, by the way. Uh, so you know what? The the irony of this whole thing is we played 17 games. If the Cowboys had been better in the final 124 of the first game, they would have been the second seed. <laughs> That's it. 
right? That's it. Because they got beat by Tampa Bay on a walk-off field goal. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Now, this one I understand, right? Because Tampa Bay and the Packers ended up tying, but the cap, the Packers just took the foot off the gas the second half. Uh, and they got beat by Detroit, right? Well, if that had happened and all this had happened and the Cowboys had won that opener, they're the first seed in the NFC. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers would have played the entire game. I know. <laughs> that's, what I said. that's the difference. <laughs> but, but, but even with that, uh, the, the, the complaints were, why are we playing Dak? And everybody's talking about he could get hurt. And I'm like, guys, it's football. They always talk about somebody could get hurt. Yeah, it's freaking football. So we played Dak. Everyone was kind of complaining. But then Aaron Rodgers goes out and plays in what I thought was a pretty meaningless game for them. So what's the um, – I don't understand what's the, what's the reason for uh, playing Aaron Rodgers at all in that game. To me, that was a much bigger risk versus reward than the Cowboys' and, risk and, versus and reward. Mahomes played for Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, did, but did they, did, did they, they have could, a chance They improve? could have if Tennessee had lost to Houston. But okay. see, I, I give Which, that. I can take that. But – and they would have had a first round bye. See, which is I can a take that. That's too. worth it. That's, that's, that's worth right. the risk. Right. But now the chances no of risk. Houston beating Tennessee. Now that Houston came back and made it a very they close sure game, as twenty eight twenty five final. Sure did. But they were about as remote as Carolina beating Tampa. That's cool. That's so, true. Uh, and, so I, and I think if Andy Reid had decided that, okay, um, you know. It's it's not worth the risk. No one would have criticized him. If Mahomes would have sat, whatever. You know, I think also that played a factor in this, Mickey. Um, especially when you look at the Cowboys' offense, is uh, in the, as long a season as it is, and as disjointed as things have been up until the last month of the season, as far as practice time, and they're just not on the practice field that much. I think they looked at this game and the Washington game, which was basically against the, their JV, as uh, practice opportunities and getting reps on the practice field to get them uh, ready to go, especially since you're working in Cedric Wilson more in this in this uh, first-team offense, too. No, absolutely, and I said it last week. If, if you say, okay, we're, we're not going to play our guys, then you just ruined a week of practice, yes, you right? Did. Yes, you Because did. then you, those guys, even if they're out there, they're not out there. Uh, and, and, and so, yeah, you've got two good weeks of practice in. Uh, you didn't have to go hard. But you did get the work in, and you did keep guys' attention. And, and, and I think, you know, that's almost like, you know, when colleges say, well, you know, the bowl game doesn't really mean anything. Oh, no, what it means is you get two weeks of practice with guys that maybe are going to play the next year, mm-hmm. not so much in that bowl game. And, and that's the key thing for the colleges to get in a bowl game is to get – another couple weeks of practice in. And so the Cowboys were able to achieve that, and I think we'll see, but it sure can't hurt, right? It could pay off. We improved our position. I mean, you've come from four to three. It's worth it. I don't know. That's that's what I think. And and I think they probably feel like they're going to play better next week because of what they did on Saturday night. They and uh, yeah, and <laughs> and I think probably what was maybe alarming to them, if they had any, if they were feeling good about themselves after this, after a run in December where they won four straight games over New Orleans, Washington, the Giants, and Washington again. Uh, the Arizona game was an eye-opener for them that, okay, maybe we aren't where we thought we yeah, were offensively, and so we, we, need to, we need more work before we start the playoffs. Good point. 
And you know what? Mark this down. Note to self. Let's see how Philadelphia does this weekend. After having After they resting everybody. the whole team. Yep. And I ain't buying that they had all those guys still out with COVID. <laughs> that was BS. <laughs> you get them, Spags. Get a reporter. Get that bloodhound reporting out there, baby. Tell us what's happening. <laughs> hey, Kelsey played. He, he looked good when he played. Yeah, that first snap, right? <laughs> and then he, he sprinted off the field. <laughs> they, and they were calling it out on, the, can, on TV. There he goes. Yeah, that one play. You, you could tell he was feeling the after effects of his bout with COVID. <laughs> well, the funny thing was is then the center got hurt. Yeah, and they that's, showed that's true. him standing on the sideline looking like, hell no. Hey, well, you guys go, he was looking there. around like, Who, who's behind me? Yeah. <laughs> Next up. Hey, y'all better go get him. Next you man know. up. All right, we continue with more mixed shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back, back to Mick Shots. All right. Uh, your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Yeah, we get it. Why do they have to put that on? <laughs> <laughs> get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. I hope I read the right one. <laughs> you did, and I was tracking you. You got it word for word. There you go, my brother. All right, so... 
as we ran down earlier in the show, the comings and goings. They're the goings today around the NFL. Matt Nagy lost his job in Chicago. Brian Flores in Miami. Surprise. And Dave Gettleman is out as the general manager with the Giants. Uh, Mike Zimmer uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. And yesterday it was Vic Fangio with the Denver Broncos. So we're at four right now. Am I got that right? And then, of course, as we talked about, uh, the other opening would have been with, with the Raiders. Uh, with Gruden gone at midseason, and it looks like uh, Versace might have earned that uh, position full-time. We'll see what happens once they play in the playoffs. Yeah, he looked real cool and calm under pressure because mm-hmm. that was an exciting game. I mean, such emotional impact and everything. And he he was just stone-faced, you know what I mean, the whole mm-hmm. time. But but yet you can see that he was interested in, and taking care of business. I like I like the style. So you he can be like a, a stone-faced. You could be a stone-faced head coach without running up and down the sideline and yelling and screaming when you're the head coach. You're right, but you can see it in his eyes. <laughs> Everything about his eyes. He didn't. So... He didn't run down into the end zone to congratulate the guy. <laughs> oh with the yeah, touchdown, that right? was really interesting, right huh? there. Is that not what? 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 What was that? Well, well it's not, not a the penalty. NCAA basketball uh, spags. He can go. He can leave the the, the coaching box and, and there's no coaching. He box. can do that. He can do that. <laughs> yeah, but the guy shoot him back. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Coach, can you get your butt back over there? <laughs> Another uh, coaching uh, decision. And what about Jacksonville? And yeah, oh, that's right. Jacksonville is open also. That's right. And Jackson, how about Jackson? How about Indianapolis? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I how mean, embarrassing you, is that? I've been watching Hard Knocks in season. Oh, that's right. I've been watching Hard Knocks in season. They have put everything on my boy Carson Wentz. They can say, okay, we got to, we can't just keep running the ball. We got to be able to pass it. And, and, you know, we want him to earn it. And they tried to make him earn it, and he couldn't do it. Wow. They, they mean, put the ball in his hands, Bill, the last two games, and he blew it. And, uh, and, I think Indianapolis, if I read it right, 0 and 8, 0, uh, 0 for their last eight at Jacksonville. And maybe 0 and 9 now. Yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? Yeah, I have no idea. But, say, you know, Humble, Jacksonville Humble had some pretty County. good teams several years ago. But, uh, but it's, I mean, Jacksonville. <laughs> I mean. And it wasn't just a loss. It was, it was epic. Oh. It was an epic loss. Yeah, yeah. they were getting blown 11 out. 11 to 29. What, it was 26 what? to 11. 26 and it, to 11. They were up 23 to 3 on them for a long time. That's uh, your 26 and, points there, and Spags. So, <laughs> So I'm sitting there watching the Steelers-Ravens game, and, and okay, they're tracking what's going on in Indianapolis because if Indianapolis loses, the door is open. That, that's exactly – that's all that – that's the main thing that had to happen. For Pittsburgh, they had to have Jacksonville beat Indianapolis and not have a tie. <laughs> So, I mean, you just, a Hollywood scriptwriter can't write this stuff, and oh, people would man. not believe. I mean, it was just, and so, and you, and we're sitting there watching the game on uh, last night after Pittsburgh wins. Now they're in position. All they got to do is have either the Raiders or Chargers win. And the, and the, um, okay, the Raiders were up 26 to 14. And I was like, okay, it's not going to be a tie. It's a 12-point lead. <laughs> but as soon as the Raiders kicked a field goal to make it 29-14, to 14, I said, we're going to have a really? tie. Really? You know it's going to – there, so there's less than five minutes left of the game. And sure enough, here comes Herbert, uh, Herbert back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then they, they tie Mike it up. Williams and then it goes all the way to out. overtime. And how about the fans in Pittsburgh <laughs> watching that game with their – and the players in Pittsburgh watching that game <laughs> – 
Uh, the was, fan in the at the game right, in the Pittsburgh right. jersey. The, 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 the Pittsburgh coaches and players are sitting there going, "Oh, with you know, someone should do hands. a documentary about you know have a little pictorial of uh, some type of a film thing going clips of all the different reactions and the the drama mm-hmm. that led up to that point, strictly from Pittsburgh fans, right. And, and I can't nice. believe NBC did not have a camera somewhere in Pittsburgh. In Mike Thomas' house. Yeah, yeah. someplace. Somebody had Ben yeah. Roethlisberger's house. Somebody. Because, right. because they weren't expecting anything <laughs> like this. But, I mean, we you, got, know what it, you know what it reminded me of? Um, if, if you remember the 1990 season, uh, Everson was gone then. But the Cowboys yeah, I was going had win a the chance. Super Bowl. Tell me about what happened back here. The Cowboys had a chance to get into the playoffs in the final Monday night game of the season, right? Yep. And they were seven and nine. And I'm trying to remember what they needed, but the final game of the year was the Saints and the Rams. And it went down to a walk-off field goal to eliminate him. And, Mickey, I remember we had a camera. I was working for Channel 5 at the time. We had a camera at the Cowboy Cafe in Valley Ranch. That's right. That's right, baby. Best sports cafe in Cowboys history. Cowboys players were hanging out there because we're going to get their immediate reaction, you know. Go ahead. No, and and I was there, too, by the way. Uh, And I think it was the Rams kicked the – Field goal to basically eliminate the Cowboys. I think that's the way it went, or vice versa. I don't. That part what, I don't remember. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we're missing a, a narrative. Didn't Babe stink up the joint um, to get the Cowboys to win, or something like that? Do what? They played the Falcons. Didn't Babe stink up the joint uh, against the Falcons? Oh, they all stunk. No, they all stunk. What, what, what was the? But wait, the they game got, was played no, the no, day they before. Had to win. They needed to win one more game, and they got beat. The Troy got hurt in Game 15 against Philadelphia, uh-huh. uh, and Babe had to come in, and they ended up losing the game. And then Babe had to start the final game of the regular season. It was raining. It was cold in Atlanta. This was before they had an indoor stadium. Nobody wanted to play in that game. So and, they were yeah. they were they were eliminated by the time that game was played. No, 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 no. They if. If whoever ended up winning that last game in the final seconds on Monday night, mm-hmm. had they lost, the Cowboys were in at seven and nine. So the fact that they didn't go eight and eight, what was what was Jimmy's deal? I mean, how did, I'm surprised that he didn't blow up. <laughs> I mean, you never talk about that. He blows up after so many uh, insignificant <laughs> moments. That was a significant moment to where you go down and you just kind of. Crap the bed, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, no, when you need why, it. You needed that game. That's why there was a trade for Steve Berline the next ah, year. It was a, there you go. It was a the, the Saints beat the Rams twenty to seventeen in that Monday night game. Okay, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Had the Saints lost, the Cowboys were going to the playoffs at seven and nine. So in this one, they didn't settle the last playoff spot until the last second of the last game of the year, which is rather amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I I'm, uh, know that the NFL was patting itself on the back yep. of having a, a 17th game, 18-week season, because it all played out exactly like they wanted it to. So, Mr. TV, why did the Cowboys end up at the second game on Sunday on CBS? 
Because um, what I'm thinking is, um, okay, let me get my schedule here. So we're not dealing with facts here, Spags. <laughs> Total speculation, just just so you can tell by the way he started off. Kansas City's got the Sunday night game. All right, so there was, right. A, there was a pecking order on, and I'm not sure who had first pick of all the networks on which games they want. And, like, the, 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 network, the networks that have paid the most money, meaning NBC, and then CBS and Fox, they are going to get the first picks. And they split it up between the uh, this round and the divisional playoff round. And then who gets that prime, either the prime time spot. Late afternoon on Sunday is considered a prime time spot. Not the and Sunday night? Sunday night is... Is number one on the list. Okay, there you go. Number, t- I'm I'm assuming number two on the list would be the Sunday afternoon late. Three mm-hmm. is Saturday night, in my opinion, and then you get the afternoon, uh, the early games on each de- on Saturday and Sunday, and then the Monday night game. I when I saw the Arizona Rams matchup, and I think it's a great matchup. I immediately said, "There's your Monday night game right there." Interesting. And and I, and I think you look at it. Um, so NBC, let's say NBC had the first pick, and they decided to take Mahomes. They okay. took the Kansas City he's playing Sunday night, and I'm assuming CBS had the second pick and took the Cowboys for that late afternoon spot, and uh, and then they also got Saturday night. I'm I'm going to assume next week it'll flip. Fox will have the late afternoon on Sunday, and maybe the Saturday night game. And too. no, no games, buddy. But there hits. was there was speculation that the Cowboys were going to be playing on Monday night. I said, I think the Cowboys thought they were playing I, on Monday. I, night. in my opinion, and just following it in the TV business, and assuming that ESPN is not going to get a top pick uh, because they haven't paid the same amount of money that the other networks have paid, that they were not going to get the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to get picked first or second. Out of all the teams, but you said that's the best night, though. No, Monday night's not the best. It's no, not the best. No, no, no. Sunday night's the best night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why that's night. why the primary game years ago moved from Monday night to Sunday night. Once once the league decided we're going to take advantage. Monday night used to be the night, man. Right, and it, and a lot of that has to do with just TV programming in general. Okay. It's not as strong as you know. TV shows aren't as good as what they used to be, and so and sports programming has risen to the top, and the NFL has risen so yes. much to the top. I mean, you look at any week, and the NFL just. I mean, it can be a Sunday afternoon right. noon game, and it. <laughs> Blows away on the team, anything right. <laughs> that's produced by the networks right. at any time during the during the rest of the week. So, how did Fox only get one game? Do they not have the early game on uh, on Saturday? I didn't think so. I thought when I saw that, uh, do, do any I games thought, butt heads? That's what I want. They don't have enough. They don't have so many to where we're butting heads, do they? Let's see. Let me look up. That would be Saturday, silly. real quick here. Um, you no, that's right. Uh, NBC's got the early game. So this week, NBC got the Saturday afternoon and the Sunday night. Well, CBS has late Sunday, uh, late um, Sunday afternoon, the Cowboy game. Plus, they got Saturday night. What's going to happen, Mickey? Next week, Fox is going to get a couple of games. Oh, okay. And CBS will probably just get one. So, so. ABC got... Uh, which, is, which is ESPN, really. Right, yeah. right. So. That's what I meant. Yep, okay. Right. 
All right, so, that clears that up for me because I was shocked that Fox only got one game. I, I'm surprised too. I just assumed that they had they had the early game on um, Saturday, but you're right, it's an NBC game. So NBC has paid a lot of money. So who you got so tonight, can, guys? So they can. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before we get out of here, Alabama, Georgia, and by the way, this is why you got to college football's got to go to a tournament. No one even thinks about these games un- until the day of the game because the NFL is so dominant. Man. I mean, I, mean, I haven't even, I just I haven't just, I just even thought about the national championship <laughs> game all week. Well, yesterday was so exciting. You right. had three overtime games. So, I mean, the, it's not that you're footballed it, out, but it just but took it, priority. But it's also it's, it's like a reality TV show, and you build up storylines as, as it goes on. That's why March Madness in college basketball is right. so great. It's over a whole it's month a long period. It's a storyline. And line. college football has got to understand from a TV standpoint, it's like a reality TV show, and you have to have a buildup. And that's why you have to have at least an eight-team tournament. Uh, and they've got to be done before uh, the, 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 the NFL yeah, That's playoffs. right. I, I think it, you, now, that. especially with online learning and stuff, you can do it in December, you know, and finish it, and finish it New Get Year's it Day, yeah. you know. All right, so Alabama, Georgia. Man, when I saw that Georgia team for the first time, oh, my goodness, <laughs> that defense. Uh, they have five or six guys on that defense, and I was like, who is that guy? Who is like that guy? Like number 99. And, and so I'd start, I'd start looking him up. And Oh, he was the number one defensive tackle recruit in, in the country. School, right? And this guy was the top inside linebacker recruit. And this guy – all right. When, when Having Georgia, said all of that. But when Georgia lines up on offense, before they even run a play, I want you to just look at number zero. Okay. okay, number zero, who's going to line up as a, in the slot? He's a he's their second tight end. Their first okay. tight end is okay. a freshman. He's great. Okay, this guy is an, and sure enough, the second tight end. The second tight end. I mean, he is his body. He, he is a specimen, and he is and he can play, and and he can he's he's a little raw, but NFL scouts are going to be drooling over this really? guy. And and I looked him up. What was he, Mickey? He was the number one athlete in the country <laughs> uh, recruited out of Las Vegas. Well, wait, wait, wait. So what's Alabama working with then? They and kicked so, their butts but in the SEC say all that, championship game. Say all that, Alabama's going to win the game. There you go. There you go. I have Georgia. I do have Georgia. I think, you I know think what? Georgia's going to figure it out this time, and it's going to come from the quarterback. He better make it happen. And that's why, you know, I'm hoping Georgia wins. Uh, but that's, His name's Bennett, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's going against Bryce Young. He's, what was that first name? Stetson. Yeah, Stetson Bennett. Great name. Yeah, Bryce Young is is is, is going to do all he he's, he's going to do what he has to do. But Bennett Stetson Stets, is going Stets, to have Stetson, to outlast Stetson him. Bennett. Sounds like a frat boy from Highland Park. <laughs> I was going to say it sounded like my bank president. <laughs> I like that, guys. That's funny. <laughs> I, 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 I just want to know uh, how old number 99 is at Georgia, the guy that's 360 pounds. That's 360. Awesome. 360. Uh, Georgia's right. winning. What about you, Spags? Who you got? You know what? I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going against the grain. I, I think Georgia wins this thing. Yeah, me too. Well, since both are, I'm, I was going to pick Georgia. 
Like now you're going to go Alabama, right? Now, since y'all picked Georgia, I'm going to go Alabama. <laughs> and be, I mean, the guy won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, you know, he's the so, dude now. Yeah. I, but 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 Bennett has and to. Apparently, if he got, gets the ball last, he has to perform. And and out of all those defensive players that have come out of Alabama, apparently the one they got this year, the best player, is the best one of the whole bunch. Who was that? Uh, Will Anderson. I can't remember. Will. His name. Anderson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I don't remember these names. Guys. He's, yeah. he's awfully he's awfully good. He's yeah. Michael Parsons. There you go. All right. And is he is he draft eligible? That part I, I don't think know. he may be. I a think year he's away. only a sophomore. Yeah, I think he's a year away. Anyway, and again, my I haven't started my big green notebook. That's that's for after the Cowboys season, and that's where. Hey, I'm by, by the guys. way, if anybody needs to know anything more about Saban, uh, SI Online's got a great story about Saban. Uh, Kirby Smart, when he used to work for him, mm-hmm. uh, not only at LSU but uh, at, at Alabama too, I guess. Uh, and, and and part of the story is about the uh, the Saban basketball games in the off season. And and the funny thing is, is they would get they was kind of a pickup game, but when Saban got there. He got to choose who was on his team each time, <laughs> right? He got first. He got first dibs. The rest of you guys are on the other kind of, team, which is kind of like college recruiting, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they would always win, right? And he was talking about how some young guy got there. Uh, I forgot which. I might have been at LSU, and he saw him play the first time, and he goes, "Okay, that guy's on my team, right?" Mm. And they would always win, and it was really uh, competitive. And, Does and, Nick and have game? Do what now? Does Nick have game? Uh, evidently, he did until he had his hip surgery. Ah, yeah, Bill. Yeah. Yep, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Bill. That's why I lost my game. All <laughs> right. No. Yep. All right. Uh, that does it for this edition of Mix Shots. Uh, Mickey, appreciate it from parts elsewhere, Everson. And we will see you again tomorrow right here on Mix Shots. Go, Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?